Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton-Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network. The Best Ever You Show is here to help you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. With this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. And now, here is your host, Elizabeth. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show today. We've got a great guest with us, um, Simonetta. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Thank you for calling me great, great guest. I'm very honored to be with you today. Oh, uh, 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 I'm so I'm so happy <laughs> you're with us. I, the one thing we were a little bit short before we went on the air. I know we talked the other day, and I said, "Okay, how do I pronounce yes. your name?" And I didn't want to destroy it live on air, so I was going to let you pronounce your last name <laughs> for me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, Simonetta Lean. Anyhow, you lean. said my okay, per- first name correctly. Yeah, lean. I got the first name. Very, I just was like, Lean. <laughs> okay. You guys so, can call um, me Simo. My friends call me Simo. So oh, you cute. can call me Simo. <laughs> I love that. Well, we we met on Twitter, and um, yeah. I just was captivated by everything that you do, and I pretty much like begged oh, you to be on you. the show. And so thank that was you. not too long ago, and um, so super nope. short notice. Yeah. Um <laughs> Let's um, yeah, we've got a half an hour. We decided to do that too instead of the full hour, uh, t- so that yes. we could bring you back and not like do everything today. So, you are amazing. We're gonna keep some secrets, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, you're just you're so cool. Um, I I want to. Uh, you're the wish maker, and um, you're yes. a HuffPost author. You're an influencer. My gosh, you're beautiful. You're a model, a fashion oh, icon. Thank you. Oh, I love it. Um, I told so my I wanna... mother's and my father's um, merit. They they did it all. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Um, and your website, um, let's direct people to your websites first, and then we'll kind of get to chatting, and then we'll bring the websites back again. Yes. But um, the main website would be wishwallfoundation.com uh, with a hashtag of I help. Dot org. Okay, I've got that wrong yes. in here. With a hashtag of I help wishes come true. I love that. Um, so in addition to being like a best-selling author, TV, radio personality, a journalist, fashion, lifestyle, you know, all these things you've got about you, you are the founder of the wish wall foundation. And this is, a, yes. let's tell us about it. So I stop talking and, and you take over. <laughs> the wish wall foundation is my baby. It's my, you know, um, you do many, many things in life and you are very satisfied by it. And then, you know, you have a lot of um, beautiful things, but then when you really um, are able to accomplish something that can change other people's lives and you really see it, that is something that unless you try it, you don't understand it. That's why I said it's my baby. It's a foundation that I was able to create in September 2015, so it's very um, young. And it was like my... I don't know, like my, my journey to really transform an idea into something um, concrete, I would say. It all started from a blog that first I had on Vanity Fair uh, Italy, and it was more about interviewing celebrities about like their dreams and how they um, accomplished them, you know, really to inspire people. But then I had this, uh, I would say lack, 
you know, in my as a, as an artist and as a human being, I was like, yeah, but what about you know the everyday people? They they have, you know, a lot of uh, dreams that they accomplished or they want to accomplish. So I started to think on a platform, and then I was able to create after like a lot of you know uh, months. It was a lot of work. The wishwall.org was born, and it is basically a website where you everyone can go and they'll find a form. So you just click on express your wish and you can submit your wish. Um, wishes have to be meaningful. Um, so I really want you to share your story. Um, usually people are very, very respectful. I would say 98% they're really right, uh, you know, with all their heart. So that it's amazing. I've never really found anyone writing I want to win a lottery or something like this if that happens I will write you back and say hey I'm not a magician I cannot make you win the lottery but in general you know people really they understand the project they understand the the power of first of all writing what they want to accomplish so that um, the foundation itself grants three wishes a year um and we focus more on those wishes that are, I would say, unimpactful for the community. Uh, but then the community itself online can see your wish. And it happened many times that, you know, people put in contact uh, one with another, say, and they said, oh, I'm seeing that wish. I can help you out. I can do something for you. Why don't we do it together? Uh, of course, behind the wish wall itself as an idea, there's um, a belief that, you know, the wishes when are shared are stronger because my wish could be your wish's response and maybe you didn't know it. Also, the fact itself, uh, as an expert uh, on wishes, I would say that writing your wish is very important because it will help you to uh, just get focused and understand where you want to go. Um, and many times people just wrote me, for instance, as a feedback that they wrote their wish and then after a little bit, you know, things started to get adjusted. I always say to, you know, have faith um, in life and in your wishes. So the Dalai Lama always say when you have a wish um, with a pure heart, it will be answered. So that is, of course, the philosophy that is behind. <clears throat> and so I had so many wishes when I, when I came to the United States. I moved from Italy. I came to the United States. I had so many wishes in that blog idea that I said I need, you know, foundation. And so we said, oh, let's try it. We were very, very blessed, I would say. We had our 501c3 status in literally a couple of months. Usually you have to wait, like, even years. So we were really, you know, when things have to happen, they happen. And <laughs> so we were able to do our first, um, the wish wall, um, the physical wish wall, uh, in Philadelphia, so the wish wall, it's online, like I was saying, it's like, um, imagine a wall full of wishes where everyone can go, like I was saying, and submit their wish, but also I envisioned it physical, and it started here in Philadelphia, the city of first, of course, so <laughs> <laughs> the city of first, they had their, the, the wish wall, the first wish wall, we did it when Pope Francis came to visit, and that event, I would say, they changed changed completely my life um i was able to um grant a wish of a family that they became part of my family they lost um a daughter in a hit and run accident 
And mm. so they just asked me to help them to find basically who killed their daughter. And so that the city will not um, like just forget their daughter. And I just said, what can we do? So I went um, and then I spoke with the councilman and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and I did something that at that time I didn't know it was that difficult. And sometimes I always say to, you know, people that when, again, when you have a pure heart, things happen. Eventually, I really did, I really did want to do this thing. And I had no idea that my idea was that complicated. So I want to rename a street after her. I said, you know, so that will, nobody will forget your daughter forget her. Said to yeah. her mom. And I had no idea it was that complicated. And we actually did it in two months. I just remember that everybody told me it's not going to be possible, not in two months, but not even in a year. It's Philadelphia. Forget about it. But eventually, like I said, I just, I said, no, we have to do it. I was making phone calls every day. And I said this story, you know, to encourage people because, like, I did it. You know, it's possible. Something this big. I moved the mayor of Philadelphia, and, you know, because, of course, <laughs> then I understood that the mayor had to sit down and, you know, all the councilmen had to say yes. But because maybe, you know, my heart was into I have to do this thing, uh, then it was two days before Christmas. So I said, there's no way that we're living this family without this thing accomplished. And we did it. And it was until the, you know, the final day, we really didn't know if that was happening. I remember we were there December 23rd, 2015. We didn't know. And we get there and they're putting up the sign and the councilman comes and it's kind of, you know, touched as well. You know, it, I always said, even I, I, I make jokes with him, say, even if you're a politician, you know, you're very human. <laughs> he would cry. It was, you know, uh, touched by the fact that that was possible. And then after that, we were able to um, put out a big billboard together with Clear Channel and uh, the city of Philadelphia and a reward. And actually, that was to me kind of a miracle because exactly one year after the same day they put up their wish, they called me up and they say, and they, and they told me that they, they got him. They got him who killed her. And so she, he's in jail. And so, you know, this, I always said the wish was kind of magical. It's uh, uh, magical in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a good way. Things move when, you, you know, people really want to achieve things. So I mm-hmm. really strongly believe in the um, personal uh, willing, I would say, of doing things. And like I, I showed, it's possible to move things. And then when you move for your life, then life itself will try to help you i would say that that is of course my experience and so then the the second wish wall we just did it in uh Marlton, new jersey um because we wanted to honor christina grimmy christina grimmy is the the singer uh that did the voice the the program the voice that was tragically killed in uh, orlando six months right. ago and uh that's that was another experience. I would say magical in the same way. We, I had no idea that we picked this, the exact six months anniversary of her death as a date. So when we were there, I met her family, and they were, you know, very beside the fact that they were, ta- they were very touched by the fact that we were doing this for her. 
But then they said, did, did you know that today's really, you know, the six months anniversary? I was like, no. So even there I said, I wish was, you know, working is magic mm-hmm. again. And it was beautiful seeing just so many uh, girls um, inspired by Christina. We did it with um, an organization called uh, Girl Talk Marathon. So they advocate for girls. Um, and so to me, again, that was something that has to be had to be done because it was a great impact on the community i saw again so many girls just coming there and being inspired by it by being inspired by christina because christina was a big advocate of really um you know being you and uh do not be afraid of what other people uh, think and that it's a major issue um among teenagers I see it a mm-hmm. lot, you know, they, they, they compare themselves. And so, you know, being able to give that message, that was really um, the right thing. And now we are moving. Next wish wall will be Milan, Italy. <laughs> so we'll yeah, go I was going to ask that. Are we going back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Tierra Vista, Arizona, and Washington, D.C. Those are the next. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Thank um, you. Did you... I've got a lot of questions and they're going to come out jumbled. I know. Um, so bear with me here a little bit, but I, I wanted to ask sure. you about your childhood um, and, and about like, have all your wishes come true so that you feel like you're in a mm-hmm. position to help other people make their wishes come true? Or what do you still wish for those types of things? Have you always been, did you know you're going to do this when you were a kid? You know, all those, all those questions of like how you arrived to do this. I guess is yeah. where I'm going with so that. So first inspiration, first inspiration, my family, my parents, they are two pioneers. My father um, is a medical doctor that in the 70s, he had this passion for natural remedies. And so he graduated mm. as a medical doctor and he had this passion in uh, actually what you can call prevention, preventative medicine. And he understood that in the natural, uh, holistic, what now we call holistic is something that in the 70s really didn't uh, exist. My father was one of the first that really talked about holistic um, medicine, I would say. Um, it, is, it, it exists only there because in the natural remedies, homeopathy, um, you have this concept that you basically do prevention. So, and then again, as a medical doctor, when you need the uh, drug, you will get it, but there are so many other things that you can do before, so you don't get sick, and also the concept that you learn, I would say, how to understand why you really had that disease, you know, like well, you're not just a hand that doesn't work. Yes, so that is, is concept, I really believe in it, and um, but you have to imagine that, again, it was a really a pioneer. <laughs> I grew up oh, as yeah. a child, you know, he's just, now his system is uh, pretty much, uh, you know, like people are starting to understand and actually say, oh, really, it makes sense. But in the 80s, uh, it was not really <laughs> the case. Not so much, huh? So, yeah. yeah. Even now people push back on that. Sorry about that. What's that? Sorry? I said even now people push back on that a little bit, but it's growing, oh, yeah, you know, sure. more more widely oh, accepted yeah, sure. for sure. Sure, sure. And I've learned watching my dad you know, how really to have an idea 
and to stand up for your ideas. He always told me, you just have to be very prepared. My father is a, is a medical doctor, maximum uh, with loud and everything. So he always said, you have to be absolutely 100% prepared and just go for your ideas. And sometimes, of course, you have to learn how to, you know, listen one thing and just let it go. And, I mean, he's, he's one of the most successful doctors on the planet for that kind of medicine. They, especially for kids, you know, all the kids that have crazy things, <laughs> when they don't know what to do, right. they send it to my dad. <laughs> so, awesome. but, you know, beside the fact itself that it's cool, I learned from him as, you know, just to be strong, just to have an idea. Like, for instance, this idea, the wish wall, and all my approach with fashion to empower women, uh, it's something that it's, it was not born yesterday. It was born years ago. That's why I always say to people, you need, you need really to learn to, how to be patient. It seems, you know, easy to say, but that's, that's true because many times you have good ideas, and just because they don't appear right there, it doesn't mean they're not coming true. So, for instance, for me, I just was in maybe uh, I need to change continent. <laughs> In the yeah, crazy you sure way. did. I mean, you. That's got to be yeah. scary too. I'm asking about that next. You know, I, I imagine did that. doing that. But I, yeah, and I really felt that. I felt it in my heart. I need to do it. So sometimes for me, that was, you know, maybe something that really because I did not have the Wishwell Foundation when I was in Italy. I was very successful, but something was missing. I need to do that jump. And there's the moment in life when you maybe feel that kind of jump for you. And for me, it was just, you know, really believing it. So if you tell me, where did you get the inspiration? You know, my, my father told me, believe in what do you feel? You know, of course, it's not that I jumped like right away. I really thought about it, I, but I felt it. And that was absolutely the right choice. So when we, me and my husband were ready, we decided to do that. And that was absolutely the right thing to do. My mother as well, She's a psychotherapist, and again, she's another pioneer because she decided to work um, instead of, you know, the traditional therapy. She was more interested in the body language and energetical work. (laughs) So I remember when I was a kid that, you know, I felt, I don't know, my mother was working. She had her uh, office in the house, you know, like a separate part of the house. Like I do, yeah. That was, you know, hearing. Yeah, so I was hearing, you know, people laughing and crying. I was like, what's going on? And then she was explaining, you know, they're just releasing emotions. So she worked in another way, and she taught me, again, uh, a lot um, on how to be a strong woman. Again, how to just, you know, have an idea. And, you know, it's uh, her method, it, it is right now not easy and also for a woman you know uh, to right. really impose yourself as a, a different and still again being she always told me you know study all my family always told me study I remember my grandfather the first thing that he told me when I you know started to understand I had to decide where to go to uh, as a high school because in Italy it's, it's different than here you really you can decide what you're going to study so he told me, uh, study the, we, we have this high school that is based on the classical, you call it classical school. So you study ancient Greek and, and, and Latin and philosophy. 
and he told me, go and do that school because that saved my life. He was, he, he was in a war, in, in, the, in the Second World War. And uh, because he had an education, he was saved because he was smart and he knew how to speak a little bit of English. He was, uh, they got, the English got him actually. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> they need him. <laughs> they need him uh, because he knew how to write, how to read, how to, you know, um, write things for them. And so he always told me, study. I always have, you know, that uh, in my heart. And even if it was hard, uh, now I really understand uh, why, uh, you know, education is so important. Just to open your mind and make you flexible in this planet. Because we really need to be flexible. Life can change any second. (laughs) We need to be flexible. And then education is important for that. So that is my inspiration. Um, I I had no idea (laughs) that all this would have happened. And actually, if I can uh, close with your question, the real idea came after I wrote my first novel. And this is funny because uh, when you you write novels, you learn how to to write, I would say – no, actually, the characters <laughs> teach you how to write. <laughs> so you are, you know, they're writing, but then they, they kind of, you feel the urge to make them do something. So, for instance, my first book started as um, part of my story. You know, it was, at the beginning, it was my diary. But then the, the main character started to, I mean, at the beginning it was Simo and then became Sophia, and then she started to do her own things. And she had, so she, um, it was actually my journey that I did in, uh, uh, to India. And I saw this uh, beautiful tree where people were hanging all their wishes. And I saw the power and I saw how much, you know, joy and uh, people had just in, in the fact, you know, that they were really believing, that they were really giving, you know, to this magical tree, their heart, I would say. So, that was the inspiration. But then when I was writing the book, so Sophia was, you know, seeing this tree as well. Um, but Sophia came back to uh, the modern society, the Western society. And like me, she likes, you know, mural and cities. She's a city girl. Well, she had the idea at that time in my book how to really make, you know, this tree becoming something instead for the, for the city and something that, you know, could really go on and not only in India, but everywhere. So that the idea actually came while I was writing the book. And then when I finished it and when I moved to America, I finally realized, oh, but I can really do this in my real life. And so the, the, the tree became a mural and uh, first, of, of course, like I would say, a mural in the Internet and then a mural in the cities. So that's how mm-hmm. everything started. Oh, I just I just love that. It's, and if you go to, um, yeah, if you go to um, Simonetta's website, I know you said to call you nicknames and all that stuff. But we'll call you Simonetta just for, for people listening right now. The, um, yes. The, the org. Um, I kind of had it wrong at the beginning. Yes. I think that one works too, but we want to direct people to the wishwall.org. Yes. And- so basically, just, uh, just to explain very briefly, it's the wishwall. It's the main uh, website. But inside of the wishwall, you also have the wishmaker, which is my 
blog where I write and my stuff, and then the wishwellfoundation.org, which is the foundation. So you didn't say it wrong. Okay, good. You said that the (laughs) website of the foundation is correct. So Okay, good. Good. Yeah, this is so beautiful, too. You know, when I – I'm just looking, there's a picture of you that just came up as I'm looking at, at this. And it seems to me like you could do just about anything you wanted to do in life. I mean, really, um, you're driven, you're smart, you're very sweet. Uh, I got the opportunity to talk to you the other night on the phone off, off air, and you're very sweet and thoughtful and courageous. I mean, just about everything I would Thank ever you. want my a, a great friend to be, you are. And so I'm excited oh, for our friendship to develop to over the years. Too. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just am like, oh my gosh, there's somebody who I just love everything about her. Um, so tell, my parents just, married. They were, they oh, were good. They were yeah. good teachers. They taught yeah, me how oh, to yeah. be humble. And I really, Mine too, you too. know, again, believe in what you're doing, but always remember that, you know, if you see a smile, like we, we are all connected. If your neighbor is not smiling, how could you be happy? So, you know, that's why they always told me start with the little things. And, you know, my, my father is a medical doctor. He helps so many children, so many people. Just My father is still the kind of doctor he has today. He has some patients. They cannot pay him because he's a private doctor. They cannot pay him. So, for instance, this guy, it's been 20 years that he um, – he has, I think, chickens and eggs and all that kind of stuff. And he just brings <laughs> yeah. my father chickens <laughs> and eggs. Chicken. And, that's me. and, you know, <laughs> that's my father. And so, yeah. Yeah, my parents are, my parents have been married 40 years and kind of the same wow. thing. Just be, always be sweet and be humble. And I'm one of 11 kids and there's just a lot going on. And um, my dad's a stroke survivor. So um, oh, for wow. years and years now, I think we, t- we talked about that a little bit, uh, but um, I have, a, I have a, as, as you were talking, I was trying to think of my wish. And so I'm going to, I'm going to add something to your website. The other night when we were talking, I Please. couldn't quite think of what I wanted to write. And now I thought of it. So I've got a, I've got an idea, oh, but um, great. I'm so excited. Yeah. When you, ha- when you have it, when you say, okay, yeah. now I have, because I got know, it. One thing that I see with a lot of people is that they think they know what they wish, but they really don't. That's another, you know, secret. Uh, if I can, you know, share with everyone that is listening, really think, what is your real wish? But the real one, not the stupid little things, you know. What is the real one? Because the real one will move for many other things, you know. And, mm-hmm. and that's what many times I also discover, like people, for instance, they also started with something that we can think it's, you know, superficial or something. But then if you talk with them and you give them a little bit of insight, then you'll discover there's a world. You know, for instance, when yeah. I was in Italy, I received a lot of wishes by teenagers. I want to meet this so-and-so, you know, singer, blah, blah, blah. So in certain cases, I, I did help them when I uh, thought that, you know, there was much more than I want to meet this singer. But many times, when I talked to these teenagers, that was like, uh, why? What is behind? And many times you really discover, you know, that, for instance, that, I don't know, she was being bullied and this and that. And then she tells you there's her story. And then you mm-hmm. understand that there's, you know, world behind that. So that to me, it's very fascinating. The fact that, you know, again, maybe without having a conversation together, that I'm talking about she because I'm thinking about a, 
a specific sure. teenager, but it happened many times. Anyhow, you know, she wouldn't really realize why she had the urge. And at the end, it wasn't even really important to me that, you know, singer. Right. <laughs> so that's the magic to me. Something totally different. Yeah. Um, before we go, what's, can you share with us what's something that you wish for? Can you do yes. that out loud? Um, yeah. What's yes. something you yeah, want to wish for? Yeah, of course. For? Of course. Um, like we were saying before, things. first of all, I, I do not believe in the fact that if you have a wish, you have to keep it there because when you share it, it actually becomes stronger. And I really strongly believe in the fact that we can, I would say, um, have people around us that will support us. So we'll start to, let's start to change our minds to have people around us that will support us instead of being jealous. And if you have people that are jealous, just cut them off. That's the first thing. So that's why I want to share with everyone. Amen. Um, this year. <laughs> Everybody hear that? This, <laughs> Replay that over and over again. Year, that was an important one. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, I, I got this it. This year I have, I have uh, the, um, so they call me, you know, the wish maker. And so they want me to do uh, my first TV show here in America. So it will be about, uh, you know, all the wishes that I grant. Every wish is an episode. So it will be very interesting because, of course, every wish, every episode is different. And that is my big wish that, you know, really that TV show because it, it's very hard. I have to put it all together and have the idea and create it and find it in people and make it come true. And so I'm working a lot. And so lot. that is my wish that really that will, you know, come all together. We should uh, launch it in um, during like this following spring, so it's relatively very very soon, and so that it's my <laughs> big beautiful. Thing. And then, of course, that after that, that will help, of course, many more people to be in tune with the you know the Wishwell Foundation, what we do, and really decide to help out because I always say the foundation is not me, I'm the founder, but we can really do it together. So and right. then of course that after that many many other tv shows i really like tv so that's my world that's where i come from so that you know the tv yep. thing will really grow so that's my wish <laughs> beautiful i'm going to keep you two more minutes i'm going to just ask you one more question yes. if i can um what were you like when you were a little kid like in, um i don't know if they have kindergarten in italy but here it's kindergarten so take us back yes, to like age course. six five or six um and tell me what you were like were you were you always beautiful and, you know, could you read right off the bat and write right off the bat? Did you ever, have you ever had a struggle? Um, my struggle really started a little bit later when I was in uh, like around 12, 13, mm -hmm. because I, I changed school and um, I felt, and then we, we, we moved from a city to a little, you know, place, little, uh, little city, I would say. So I felt kind of alone. And so that was actually my struggle. Also, I started to compare myself with other kids. That is, of course, very normal. But if you ask me, how was as a child? As a child, I was absolutely determined. I knew exactly <laughs> what I wanted. I said to my dad that uh, I said one day, I remember I was like five, and I told him, oh, you know, one day I'll be a super top model. <laughs> <laughs> there you so are. that was my thing and actually in a crazy way it's happening but it's happening now 
then I'm ready. You know, I just model for New York Fashion Week. I'll just, I will model again for New York Fashion Week for top shows, something that it, it just, ha- it, it's happening again in the right way because I didn't want to be a normal model. I, I admire them. I don't know how they do it to be, you know, uh, like just waiting and waiting, casting, casting, casting. It's not me. So I always said, if that dream has to come true, it has to come true in my own way. And of course I had like to wait. So I'm 30 yeah. now. And so I'm said, I, I, I waited, but now it's happening. So I knew exactly. Uh, and then again, I had that period around, yeah, like when I was a really teenager, you know, struggle. That's why I said, I really like to advocate for girls and of course also boys that kind of age because it's tough. And I hate yeah. it, you know, when I see them that they don't believe in themselves. It's hard that we all pass through that. And of course, it's the moment in your life when you know, you know, start to say, hey, but should I do this right? So, of course, life is a journey. And it's amazing how, you know, as a child, I was absolutely confident. Then I kind of lost it. And then yep. when I was around 18, 19, I started to say, Oh, but now it started to make sense. <laughs> and of course, That's now so that common. I'm, yeah. you know, an adult, I really wish I could go back <laughs> and uh-huh. do it all again in a different way. But <laughs> I think yeah. it's pretty much the story of everyone. But as a kid, I was absolutely determined. So that's why, you know, sometimes even if in real life right now, when I'm a little bit, you know, also could be, I could be shy or could be, you know, just insecure for certain things, I always think about that child because that child was very determined. That's a really good point because I was really determined too, and I still am. But you have those moments, you know, I'm 47 now and a mom of four, and I have definitely gone through moments where I don't feel very confident about myself, heavier after pregnancies or um, recovering from, you know, a life-threatening allergic reaction or whatever. You know, you go through those moments where you just don't feel great about yourself and you have to kind of muster up all that strength again and remember who you are and what you're made of, you know, and, and sometimes yes. I'll have to have a really solid chat with my mom and dad or something. And they'll be like, remember how you were when you were, you know, or whatever, just like, just like you. So I, that's cool that you said that. Cause I think a lot of people will click with that um, and, yes. and understand. So anyway, it's all right. very well, important I keep... that we always remember how we were as a child. If we were like very strong, just pick it, pick it up you know, from that, if we instead had problems, and now as an adult, we could have, you know, just solved them, just, you know, talk with the child, and really, you know, see the the, the difference that you made in your life, it's very important as a, you know, an everyday exercise, I would say, it's very important. Yeah, to keep that healing going, whatever, whatever, you doesn't feel quite right, I love to, it's a constant process of like forgiveness and healing going round and round and round, (laughs) and so it's a a lot of self-confidence and like a lot of love, but um, anyway, excuse me, I'm still kind of sick, but um, sorry to cough. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. We're getting over it. But anyway, well, I, I just absolutely love you. And I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And I hope you'll come back and I hope we keep in touch. Yes. All that good stuff because um, everything you're doing is just fascinating and wonderful. And and I'm one of those go women people, Um, go people, people. But, you know, I'd love to see um, women who aren't in competition with each other, helping each other just thrive and do their thing. Fundamental. We oh, yeah, just so have to co- collaborate and absolutely, yep. absolutely. Yep. Make time and for each again, other. And- I'm sure 
next time will be even better because like your show, best ever you, we always have to strive for the best and oh, yeah. not be afraid, <laughs> you know, to dream big. Why not? So next time, best ever you. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I'm leaving it on that. All right, everybody. Simon Adeline, The Wishmaker. Um, her website is thewishwall.org. You can also find more information at wishwallfoundation.com or org. Wishwallfoundation.org. Okay. And, um, org. All and then sorts the wishmaker.us. Yes, wishmaker.us. She's also on Twitter. Um, I'm going to spell her name before we go. It's S-I-M-O-N-E-T-T-A. L-E-I-N. So she's at Simon Adeline at, um, on Twitter. She's also on Facebook. I mean, she's all, she's all over, and her website will link you up. Instagram. And, and I will make sure. Yep. Beautiful. In Instagram, right. I said, oh, oh. Oh, Instagram. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love Instagram. Oh, I haven't checked out your Instagram. I'm going there. Yes. <laughs> oh, you have to. Have I'm to a newbie friends. on Instagram. I'm learning. Um, it's just because it's, my first degree is in fine art, so I'm a painter. So I, I have a passion oh, for photography cool. as well. So, you know, I really take care of my Instagram. I, so take, take, take a look and let me know, guys, if you like it. Oh, neat. Well, you love mine. It's all kids. <laughs> like, look uh, at my kid playing baseball. Look at my kid driving. Look at my – that's funny. <laughs> that's my personal one. My best ever you one's a little bit different, but my personal course, one is funny. Of course. Oh, hilarious. Here's the dog. Here's the cat. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Lots of love, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you so much for listening. Thank you for being taking time and being our guest today. And um, we'll just keep in touch and keep growing and doing awesome things. So, um, Absolutely. Everybody, yes, beautiful. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you Thursday back here at 1 p.m. with Noah St. John. Noah St. John is a Hay House author with me. He's a fellow Hay House author, and he's the author of affirmations um some really good questions so if you if if affirmations he kind of combines affirmations and affirmations um together with self-help and he's brilliant and has all sorts of cool ideas for helping you be your best so we love him all right everybody take care we'll see you thursday have a great day thanks again simonetta thank you for listening to the best ever you network for more information just visit us at besteveryou.com With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.